four on the year. And in that game, Taylor Cornell hit a two-run homer in the top of the seventh inning. And for Cornell, that was her 18th career home run with the Buccaneers. And that is a Beloit career record. So congratulations to Taylor Cornell on setting the standard there for Buccaneer softball. Take a look at our next game, our second game, Beloit. It'll be Cornell, Stavrakis, Turlap, Thurn, Rodriguez, Lambert. Ashley Lambert getting the start behind the plate. T uh, Tori Burns, Applebaum, and Stalo on the mound will be Boltick. A 10.5 ERA, 0-1, five appearances, four starts, one complete game. For Alverno, on the, in the circle is going to be Ashley Rossi. Four appearances, four starts, two complete games. She's 2-0 on the season with a 2.96 ERA. She's walked five and struck out 15, allowed 11 or 13 runs, 11 of those earned on 26 hits. Leading off will be Cornell, and the first offering from Rossi is a bit low. One ball and no strikes to Cornell. Rossi in there with a strike. Evens the count. One ball and one strike. Around the infield. Jimenez at third. Matthews at shortstop. Botsford at second. And Vandertai at first base. And now the outfielders, the corner outfielders for Alverno are going to switch as Danny Hood's going to go over to left and Sam Korn is going to go to right field. In the middle of our first at bat. Here in the top of the first inning, one ball, one strike. Hit sharply towards third, and Jimenez can't handle it. It's going to be a base hit for Thurn or for Cornell, and Cornell aboard with nobody out. The leadoff hit. That brings up Stavrakis. Stavrakis, three of twenty-one on the season. First pitch for a ball from Rossi. Cornell on first. She's got five stolen bases on the season in five attempts. Corners in, Stavrakis offers at that pitch. One ball and one strike to Stavrakis. Stavrakis, one of three in our first game, tries to bunt that one as well to advance Cornell and sends it straight back. One ball and two strikes. No outs here in the top of the first inning. Leadoff hit for Cornell. Cornell was one for four with that two-run homer in our first game. One-two delivery from Ashley Rossi. Throw down to second, goes into center field. Yangieski backing that up. A ball on the pitch, so it evens the count at two balls and two strikes. And now a check down to the field ump, saying that she did not offer. Mike Brewer checks with Roger Blackburn. 2-2 delivery from Ashley Rossi. That time, Stavrakis does offer at the high outside heater, and she goes down on strikes. One away here in the top of the first inning with 
a runner on second in Cornell. Maddie Turlap steps in. She's hitting 370 on the year. Turlap 0 for 4 in our first game with a run and a strikeout. Turlap lifts it to center. Yangieski goes back, makes the catch. Trying to tag to third is Cornell. The throw comes in, and Cornell beats the throw into third base. She's at third with two outs here in the top of the first inning as Beloit trying to make some early noise in this second game. That'll bring up Emily Thurn. Thurn in our first game was one for three with a run. Struck out once. Rossi looks in. First pitch from Rossi, a ball. One ball and no strikes to Thurn. Cornell standing at third. Had a leadoff hit. Two outs here in the top of the first. Rossi in there for a strike on the outer half. One ball and one strike. The count to Thurn. The first baseman for Beloit. Rossi's delivery down low. Two balls and one strike now. Thurn, a junior for Beloit. Out of New London, Wisconsin. Inner half of the plate for a strike from Ashley Rossi. Evens a count at two balls and two strikes. She attended Fox Valley Lutheran. 2-2 delivery forthcoming from Rossi. Cornell on third. Fouled back to the backstop. Thurn stays alive. Count remains. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the first inning. Beloit picking up their second win of the season in the first game, a 5-1 victory. 2-2 delivery from Rossi. A little up and maybe a touch out brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes to Emily Thurn. Thurn, four strikeouts, two walks on the season. And she's going to go down looking. Inner half of the plate, belt high, and Ashley Rossi sits down third. No runs, one hit, no errors, one left stranded in the top of the first inning. And after the top of the first, it's Beloit nothing, and your Alverno Inferno coming up to bat. So Ashley Rossi able to get out of the top of the first inning after surrendering a leadoff hit to Taylor Cornell. Leaves her stranded at third with a strikeout looking to end the inning. Alverno, they're going to have Yangieski. Leading off, followed by Botsford, Halab, Rossi, Jimenez, Vandertai, Bellendorf, Korn, and then Matthies. Yangieski hitting 308 on the season. Yangieski 
was one for three in the first game. When Yangieski is playing center field, Alverto hasn't lost yet on the season. First offering from Boltick misses ball one. Boltick, a 10.5 ERA, 18 walks, just six strikeouts on the season, 40 runs, 31 of those earned, 47 hits in 20 and two-thirds innings. Second pitch down low, 2-0 the count to Yangieski. Yangieski, two walks, four strikeouts on the season for the Inferno. Boltick swung on and fouled off. Out of play by Yangieski. Two balls and one strike to the freshman from Greendale High School. Botsford and Holub to follow. Yangieski awaits. Here comes Boltick, the lefty. Loft pitch, fouled out of play again. Off the top of the concession stand here at Alverno Field. Count is now even. Two balls and two strikes to the Inferno leadoff hitter here in the second game, Yangieski. 2-2 delivery from Boltick. Yangieski grounds it weakly towards second. Applebaum charges and tosses to first to third. They are able to retire Yangieski one away here in the bottom of the first inning. That brings up Alexis Botsford. Botsford. One for three. Left a runner on in the 5-1 loss in the first game of this doubleheader. The home opener here at Alverno Field for the Inferno. Boltick's offering lined over Stalo at short. Base hit for Botsford. And with one away here in the bottom of the first inning, Alverno with Botsford on base. That'll bring up Kristen Holub, the designated player. Botsford, two for three on the base pass this season. She's led the team with nine swipes in each of her first two seasons. Holub stands in, awaits the pitch from Boltick. Waist high down the middle, strike one. 0-1, Holub down in the count. Holub hitting even 400 on the season. Was one for three with a run. Had a strikeout in our first game. Boltick, 0-1 offering. Lifted towards right field. Cornell waits on it and then comes in and makes the catch. Two away here in the bottom of the first inning with Botsford on first base. She had a one-out single. And that'll send Ashley Rossi to the plate. Rossi hitting 467 on the season. She was one of three left two stranded in our first game. Boltick, a lefty, looks in. Delivery down low, one ball and no strikes to Ashley Rossi. Two away here in the bottom of the first. Botsford on first. Rossi grounds it sharply to short, fielded by Stalo off a couple of hops. She throws the third at first to end the inning. 
So Alverno, they get no runs, one hit, no errors, leave one stranded in the bottom of the first inning after one complete. We're tied at zero. Take this opportunity to remind you to love the challenge. Get the most out of your college experience by joining a women's college that recognizes you as an individual and encourages every aspect of your development. With small class sizes and professors focused entirely on your success, learning at Alverno happens in an active, engaged environment. Learn by actually doing rather than simply reading and memorizing. Alverno offers seven NCAA Division III sports, 60 areas of study, a 10 to 1 student to faculty ratio, and 100% commitment to teaching. Find your unique voice at Alverno. For more information, visit alverno.edu, email admissions at alverno.edu, or give us a call, 414-382-6100. Love the challenge, Alverno College. Now the challenge for the Inferno here is to make sure they split this doubleheader with Beloit and stay above 500 on the season. Knotted up at zero after the first inning of play here in game number two. Ashley Rossi on the mound in this second game. She went nine innings, allowing nine hits, five runs, three of those earned in a 6-5 win at Eureka in the second game of the doubleheader Sunday. She didn't walk anybody, struck out six, did allow two home runs. She induced two ground outs in the bottom of the ninth inning and struck out Kristen Wallace to secure the win. Also went three for five at the plate with two doubles and an RBI in that win over Eureka. Rossi looks in. Tati Rodriguez at the plate. Strike down the middle to Rodriguez. Rodriguez hitting 300 on the season for the Buccaneers. Rodriguez two for three with an RBI also fanned once in our first game. Check swing into the backstop on the right side of the field. Rodriguez down in the count, no balls and two strikes. Rossi already with two Ks in the game through one inning. Rossi checks in, 0-2 delivery off speed and a little bit outside, maybe a touch low, one ball and two strikes. To Rodriguez. Lambert and Burns do up next in the inning for Beloit. Rossi's delivery just off the outer corner. Evens the count at two and two on the fastball. Jimenez a little bit in at first. Vandertai also a little in, or Vandertai in at first. Jimenez a little in at third. Missing just a little bit inside. Rossi now brings the count full. Three balls and two strikes to Rodriguez, the designated player. Outfield fairly straight away. Rodriguez lines it foul to the right side. Three balls and two strikes. Count is still full to Rodriguez. Rodriguez, just one walk on the season, three strikeouts. Rossi has issued just five free passes to go with 17 Ks. 3-2 delivery. Roped into right field. Two hops to Sam Korn. She tries to throw to Vandertai at first. Able to beat it out is Rodriguez, and she has a leadoff single. So Beloit has gotten their leadoff hitter aboard. 
in the first two innings. Ashley Lambert will step in, the catcher. Lambert hitting 136 on the year. Two of nine with runners on. Rodriguez at first, grounded right back to Rossi. She throws to Matthews at second, covering second, and the relay to first. One hopper picked up by Vandertie on time to get Lambert, and Alverno turns the double play two away here in the Let's top of the second inning. Tori Burns. Tori Burns, the left fielder, up now with two away for Beloit here in the top of the second inning. Burns. Hitting 333 on the year. Two walks, nine strikeouts. Grounds it to second, and it goes off of Alexis Botsford and into right field. It'll go down as a hit. And Burns on with two away. That brings up second the second baseman, April Applebaum. Applebaum, 308 on the year. 0 for 4 with two outs. 0 for 3 with runners on on the season. Two away here in the top of the second. Rossi a bit low. Throw down to second base as Burns swipes it. Goes off of Matthew's glove. Wouldn't have had a chance to get her anyhow. And it's a stolen base for Burns. Burns with her first stolen base of the season. Runner in scoring position now for Applebaum. She lines it foul towards right, off the fence. One ball and one strike now. The count to Applebaum. Applebaum with runners in scoring position, yet to get a hit this season. Grounds it foul towards left. One ball and two strikes. The count to Applebaum. They wait for the ball to get relayed back into Ashley Rossi. Burns on second, two out single to the right side, and then stole second. Reaching for that one is Applebaum, sends it down the right field line and ranging over is Botsford to make the catch as she straddles the line and to end the inning. Beloit, no runs, two hits, no errors. They leave one stranded in the top of the second. And after one and a half complete, we have no score here at Alverno Field. be the five, six, seven hitters for Alverno here in the bottom of the second inning. Jimenez, Vandertai, and Bellendorf. Jimenez, out of a freshman out of Chicago, member of her high school's regional championship team last year. Jimenez with, has reached base safely in five of six games. 
She stands in against Alyssa Boltick. Corner infielders in. Hits it into shallow center field. Ranging in is Stavrakis to make the reaching grab. And quickly one away for Elverno here in the bottom of the second inning. That brings up Andy Vandertai. Vandertai had a hit in the last game coming in as a pinch hitter. 263 average on the season for Vandertai. Vandertai out of Algoma. First pitch stays on the outer edge for a strike for Boltick. 0-1, the count to Vandertai. Vandertai has now reached base, base safely in five straight games. Grounds it weakly towards short. Stalo ranges a little to her left, fires to Thurn at first, and they retire Vandertai. That'll bring up the catcher, Sidney Bellendorf. The catcher, number 16, Sidney Bellendorf. Bellendorf, 3 of 19 on the season. That's a 158 average. 0 for 6 when she's hitting with two outs. First pitch doesn't even make the plate from Boltick. Well short off the outer edge. One ball and no strikes to Bellendorf. Two away here in the bottom of the second inning for Elverno. They dropped the early game of this doubleheader. Bellendorf watches Wednesday on the outer corner for a strike. One ball and one strike to Bellendorf. Bellendorf, a business major here at Alverno. 1-1 delivery, grounded towards second, off the glove of Apfelbaum into shallow right field. And Bellendorf reaches on an error, and there's that defense that Beloit is accustomed to coming into this series right with just a 908 fielding percentage, averaging almost three errors a game. They pick up their first one here today, and it's Applebaum. So two away, runner on first for Alverno, and stepping in is Sam Korn. First pitch, a little bit high, maybe a touch out. From Boltick, one ball and no strikes to Korn. Korn hitting 222 on the year for Alverno. Holds up on the low pitch on the outer corner. Two balls and no strikes now to Sam Korn. Bellendorf on first, reached on an error by Applebaum at second. Mackenzie Matthews on deck for Alverno. 0-2-0 offering to Korn, belt high, down the middle of the plate, two balls and one strike to the right fielder for Alverno. Korn awaits. Boltick, here comes Boltick, outer edge, two balls and two strikes, the count to Korn. Corn, second team all Cooley Conference as a senior at Westby High School. 2 2 delivery from Boltick. Rise pitch. Corn sends it to the backstop on the right side. Stays alive. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the second. No score. Bellendorf on first for Alverno. 
Corner infielders are in for Beloit. Maddie Turlap way in at third. 2-2 offering, lifted lightly towards third, picked up by Turlap in foul territory, and that will do it for Alverno here in the bottom of the second inning. No runs, no hits, one error by Beloit. They leave that runner stranded, and after two complete, we have no score. Beloit, no runs, three hits, one error, two left on base. Alverno, no hits, or no runs, one hit, no errors, and two left stranded. Two complete, we have no score here in the second game of the doubleheader at Alverno Field, the home opener for the Inferno. The Inferno looking to stay above 500. They need to take down Beloit and split this doubleheader here today. The Inferno will then head off to some greener pastures as they'll play down at Wesleyan in Georgia at Agnes Scott, at Covenant to wind out March. Those in three consecutive days, 28th, 29th, and the 30th of next week. April 2nd, they will start NAC play at Aurora. And they'll be at Benedictine on the 3rd, and then the first, uh, or actually then they'll host Maranatha here. Won't have their first conference home game here at Alverno Field until the 10th of April against Wisconsin Lutheran. Of course, all home games will be here on the Alverno Sports Network for you with live stats and video. Due up for Beloit will be the number nine hitter, Erica Stalo. Erica Stalo. Stalo, 250 on the season. Two for three with two runs in the last game for Stalo. Stalo only had one run on the season and three hits coming in. Jimenez way in at third. Botsford way in at second. First pitch from Rossi misses. One ball and no strikes. Matthews also in shallow at short. Vandertai back about eight feet behind first. Missing off the outer edge is Ashley Rossi. Two balls and no strikes now. The count to Stalo. Korn and Yangieski in right and center at about normal depth. Danny Hood quite a ways in, in left for the left-handed batter, Stalo. 2-0 delivery from Rossi. Catches that outside corner this time. Two balls and one strike to Stalo. Stalo, four walks, four strikeouts on the season. For the freshman out of Eagle, Wisconsin. Rossi misses outside again. Three balls and one strike now to Stalo. Top of the order in Cornell due up next here in the top of the third. No score. 3-1 count to Stalo. Rossi steps on the rubber, checks in with Bellendorf, and she's ready. 3-1 delivery, catches that outside corner. Brings the count to full. Three balls and two strikes to Stalo. Yeah, 
Angieski takes a couple steps in in center. Rossi's 3-2 delivery lifted foul. Out of play to the left side. Remains 3-2 to the lefty Stalo. <coughs> Nobody out here in the top of the third. No score, Alverno and Beloit. Ashley Rossi ready. Her delivery, 3-2 count is low. And a bit out and a walk issued by Rossi to start off the third inning. So Beloit, their leadoff batter has reached in each of the first three innings. That brings up Taylor Cornell. Cornell, 444 now on the season. One for one in this game with the stolen base. Hit her 18th career homer in the top of the seventh inning. In the last game, ball down low. Bellendorf races out to make Stalo make a move, and Stalo chugs back into first. One ball and no strikes to Cornell. Cornell's homer made her the career leader at Beloit, that 18th career home run. First home run of the season for a Buccaneer. Cornell bunts it back to Rossi, only plays the first. Covering at first is Botsford. She's able to retire Cornell, and then Botsford fires down to Matthews, covering second, and diving back in is Stalo. She's in at second safely, one out, Stalo at second, and that brings up the center fielder, Stavrakis. Stavrakis 0 for 1 with a K in the game. Jimenez way in at third. Vandertai way in at first. Offering at it, Stavrakis missing one strike. Devrakis checks in with head coach Kim Zarling, coaching at third. She's ready. Here comes Rossi. 0-1 delivery. Stavrakis lets it go by, and it's in for a strike. Stavrakis down the count. No balls and two strikes. Stavrakis with four strikeouts on the season. No walks. 0-2 delivery, way up high and outside. One and two the count to Stavrakis. Runner on second with one away for Beloit here in the top of the third inning. Stavrakis with four sacrifice hits. Swings at that one and fouls it back. And Stavrakis called out was the indication from umpire Mike Brewer and now Kim Zarling goes to talk to him. So Brewer says Stavrakis stepped out of the box on the attempt and she goes down two away here in the top of the third inning. Next up is Maddie Turlap. Turlap hitting 357 on the season. Flew out to center in the first inning. That advanced Cornell to third where she was left stranded. First pitch from Rossi, a ball. One ball and no strikes to Turlap. Stalo on second. She had a leadoff walk here in the third. Missing up high a bit. 
is Rossi. Two balls and no strikes to Maddie Turlap. Then three hitter here for Beloit. 2-0 delivery from Ashley Rossi. Belt high, inner edge for a strike. Two balls and one strike. The count now to Turlap. Turlap, a sophomore out of Grays Lake, Illinois, for Beloit. 2-1 delivery with two outs. No, just missing off the outer half is Ashley Rossi. Runs the count to three balls and one strike. Rossi with one walk in the game issued. That was the Stalo to lead off the third, and she's standing on second base. Rossi with two Ks in the game. Grounded foul down the left field line. Sharply hit. Brings our count to full. Three balls and two strikes to Maddie Turlap. On deck is the first baseman, Emily Thurn. Rossi checks in with Bellendorf. Rossi's 3-2 delivery grounded weakly towards Matthews at short. She fields cleanly, throws to first, and yes, they got her. To get out of the inning, the 6-3 put out on the fire by Matthews just gets Turlap at first, and Beloit, no runs in the inning, no hits. They were helped by a walk, no errors. They leave one runner stranded, and after two and a half complete, we still have no score here in game two of the Alverno home opener here at Alverno Field in Milwaukee. Coming up in the bottom of the third for Alverno will be Mackenzie Matthews, and then the top of the order with Yangieski and Botsford. Boltic on the mound for Beloit. Showing fairly decent control in this one, although she came in with almost a two to one, or actually a three to one, she had walk to strikeout ratio. 18 walks and just six Ks on the season. A substitution for Beloit in center field. Up for the Inferno, shortstop, Mackenzie Matthews. Mackenzie Matthews, the lefty, will step in for the Inferno, hitting 375 on the season. Boltick, first offering is well short of the plate, about a foot and a half short. Don't even know that he hit the front edge of the batter's box line. One ball and no strikes to Matthews. One O delivery from Boltick. Matthews offers at a high off speed pitch. Can't make contact. One ball and one strike. Alex Cohn enters the game for Stavrakis in center field. So Cornell in right, Cone in center, Burns in left. Burns in left and Cone in center, not playing very far off the dirt for Matthews. Matthews grounds it to short. And Matthews out of the box on that one as well. And she's going to be called out before the play. She would have been out on the 6-3 put out anyhow. 
one away here for Alverno in the bottom of the third inning. That brings up the top of the order in Yangieski. Yangieski, 292 on the season. 0 for 1 in the game. She grounded out in her first at bat. Boltick checks in. Yangieski lists it foul just past the Beloit dugout and out of play. 0 and 1 the count to Yangieski. Yangieski awaiting the pitch from Boltick. Here comes Boltick. Yangieski into short right field ranging back is Applebaum at second she makes the catch as she goes from the dirt to the grass nice transition by Applebaum and there's two away for Alverno here in the bottom of the third that'll bring up Alexis Botsford Botsford with the lone Alverno hit of the game she's now hitting 278 on the season Botsford with her hit in the last game, and this one has now reached base in seven straight games. Fouls the first pitch off down the left side. No balls and one strike to Botsford. Botsford with the single back in the first inning. Here comes Boltick, and Botsford lifts it into the stands behind home plate. No balls and two strikes. She's down in the count to Boltick. Botsford coming into the game, no walks. Six times she's been hit by a pitch and six strikeouts on the season. Turlap guarding the line at third, about six feet in. And Botsford follows it straight back, out of play again. Fan tries to make the barehanded catch and fails. Oh and two, the count to Alexis Botsford. Thurn also in at first base, about six feet. Outfield in in general for Botsford. 0-2 offering, Botsford grounds it to short, Stalo charges, throws to first, and Thurn with a nice stretch. They're able to retire Alexis Botsford, and Alverno goes down in order in the bottom of the third inning, and after three complete here at Alverno Field, still no score. No runs, three hits, one error, three left stranded for Beloit. No runs, one hit, no errors, and two left stranded for Alverno as we start the fourth inning. And Ashley Rossi heads out to the mound. Due up for Beloit will be Emily Thurn, Tati Rodriguez, and Ashley Lambert. Thurn, 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Left a runner stranded in the game. Hitting an even 400 on the season is Emily Thurn. Thanks for joining us here on the Alverno Sports Network. 
with the team hitting the road for a while. Our next broadcast won't be until April 5th, the day after opening day here in Milwaukee, just down the street at Miller Park. Alverno will host Maranatha in a doubleheader here at Alverno Field starting at 3 p.m. Emily Thurn will step in against Ashley Rossi. Outfield, pretty straight away. Corn cheating a little bit towards the line, even a pretty big gap in right center. First pitch on the outer half of the plate for a strike from Ashley Rossi. She's ahead in the count to Thurn. No balls and one strike. Thurn, two walks and six strikeouts on the season. Went down swinging in this one. Rossi misses outside. One ball and one strike now. The count is even to Emily Thurn. Rossi checks in with Bellendorf. 1-1 offering. Grounded towards third. Fielded by Jimenez. Nope, she uh, fielded it foul. And it'll be a 1-2 count to Thurn. Rossi ahead in the count. One walk and two Ks in the game for Rossi. Vandertie about even with the bag. Just a step in at first. And Thurn swings through it. Rossi with her third K of the game. One away here in the fourth inning. And for the first time this game, Beloit does not get the leadoff batter aboard. Brings up Tati Rodriguez. Rodriguez one for one in the game. Hitting 364 on the season. First pitch down low on the inner half. 1-0 the count to Rodriguez. Rodriguez singled to right in the second inning, but was uh, put out on a double play. Matthews tagging second and then throwing over to Vandertie at first. Rossi misses again, two balls and no strikes, the count to Rodriguez. Rodriguez, one walk and four strikeouts on the season. Grounds it right back to Rossi, fields it, steps and throws to Vandertie and Rodriguez is retired for the second out of the top of the fourth inning. Brings up Ashley Lambert, the catcher for Beloit. Lambert, a freshman out of Waukegan. She grounded into a double play her last time up, erasing Rodriguez. Down low on the first pitch is Rossi, one ball and no strikes, the count to Ashley Lambert. Lambert hitting 130 on the season. 1-0 delivery, up high at the letters, two balls and no strikes. Rossi now behind in the count. Outfield quite a ways back in left and center for Alverno. Down low again, 3-0 the count to Lambert. Hood just maybe eight feet off that dirt on the warning track out and left. 3-0 offering, grounded hard to Matthews at short. She bobbles it and can't pick it up on the second try either. It'll be an error against Mackenzie Matthews and 
Lambert is on first with two away. That will bring okay, up Tori Burns. Burns, the left fielder. Burns one for one in the game with a stolen base, hitting 364. Burns singled through the right side in the second inning and stole second base. First pitch down low. Rossi behind the count again. One ball and no strikes. Vandertie about six feet in at first. Jimenez a couple of steps in at third. Outside, 2-0 and the count now to Tory Burns. Burns, a junior out of Broadhead, Wisconsin. Outfield fairly straight away again. Grounded down the left field line, a base hit. Danny Hood ranges over. She's going to hold Lambert at second. Runners on first and second, though, for Beloit here in the top of the fourth inning with two outs. We have April, no score. Applebaum. That brings up Applebaum, the second baseman. Applebaum 0 for 1 with a flyout in the game. Left a runner stranded. Applebaum with a pop-out to Botsford. And lofts this one. Pitching wedge on the infield. Matthews calls for it and makes the catch. And Rossi and Alverno out of the inning. For Beloit, no runs, one hit, assisted by an error. They leave it two stranded, and after three and a half complete, we still have no score. Beloit with four hits in the game. Alverno with just one, both teams with an error. Due up for the Inferno are the three, four, five hitters, Kristen Holub, Ashley Rossi, and Karina Jimenez. See if the middle of the order can get something going here for Alverno. The offense hasn't shown up much here today. Against a Belate team that has been struggling. First time these two teams have played here at Alverno Field. Beloit leads the series now, seven to one. Holub 0 for one in the game, hitting 385 on the season. Holub flew out to Cornell in right field in her first at bat. Boltick, three innings, has allowed just one hit, no walks, no strikeouts. Boltick came in with a 10.5 ERA in five appearances. She started four games, had one complete game, allowed 47 hits over 20 and two-thirds innings. 40 runs in that time span, 31 of those earned. Had 18 walks with just six strikeouts. Opponents hitting 416 against Boltick. But she's silenced Alverno so far through their first three at-bats. Here in the bottom of the fourth inning, it'll be Holub getting things started. See if Holub, the junior, can come up with a leadoff hit to get things going for the Inferno. Boltick's delivery, rise pitch, too high, 1-0 the count to Holub. Holub won for three in the first game. She's hit safely in seven of the last eight games for Alverno. 
One and zero delivery, down low and outside. Two balls and no strikes now to Kristen Hollop. Hollop led the team with 16 walks last season. 2-0 delivery in there for a strike. Two and one the count to Hollop. Hollop looking for her first walk, first free pass of this season. No walks, five strikeouts for Hollop. 2-1 delivery coming from Boltick. Hollop offers at it and fouls it back into the soccer speakers on the press box here at Alverno Field. That's the loud crash you heard, no. It wasn't Josh falling down the steps. Two balls and two strikes. The count to Kristen Holub trying to lead off the bottom of the fourth. Off speed and it fooled her, she swung through it. First strikeout of the game for Alyssa Boltick. And just for seventh of the season. One away here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Ashley Rossi stands in. 0 for 1 with the ground out. Left a runner on base. Hitting 438 on the season is Ashley Rossi. She's left three on base in the two games now. Low. Ball one to Ashley Rossi. Rossi, the cleanup hitter for Alverno, trying to help herself out here. Rise pitch up at the chin. Two balls and no strikes to the sophomore. Ashley Rossi and her sister Megan combined for four of Alverno's six home runs last year. The Inferno already with three on this season. Short and outside, three and oh. The count now to Ashley Rossi. Boltick just got her first strike out of the game in jeopardy of issuing her first free pass. She's fallen behind 3-0 to Ashley Rossi. Maddie Turlap in about six feet at third. Rossi lifts it towards the right side. Foul, unable to catch up to it is Emily Thurn. And it'll be a three and one count now to Ashley Rossi. One away here in the bottom of the fourth. We have no score in the second game of this doubleheader. The first game went to Beloit, five to one as they picked up their second win of the season. Three one delivery, Rossi fouls it off down the right side. Count is now full to the sophomore Inferno pitcher. Rossi out of Hammond, Indiana. Morton High School. 3-2 delivery from Boltick. Lifted high and somewhat deep to center, but giving chase is Cone, and she's able to track it down, get underneath, and make the catch. And two away now here in the bottom okay, of the fourth for Alverno. Cone playing fairly in on Ashley Rossi there, and that's why she had to track back. It would have been routine if they were playing at about their the distance they had been playing in this one. The wind has died down. Maybe that's why they're playing in a little bit more. Jimenez steps in. First pitch is low, one ball and no strikes. Jimenez hitting 286 on the season. 
0 for 1 with the flyout. Flew out to center in her first at-bat. 1-0 offering, swung through by Jimenez. 1-1 one one the count now. Two away here in the bottom of the fourth. No score, Beloit and Alverno. Opening day at home for the Inferno. Pitch doesn't get to the plate. Two balls and one strike. Boltick, a freshman, went to Brookfield East High School. Grounded up the middle, a base hit with two outs for Jimenez. And Alverno has a runner on with two away. And that brings up Andy Vandertai. Jimenez, one for one in the stolen base department on the season. Vandertai, just two of seven with two outs. 0 for one in the game. First pitch, belt high, outer half for a strike. Vandertai behind in the count, no balls and one strike. Vandertai trying to reach base safely in six games if she can get on in this one. Low and outside for a ball, fire down to first by Lambert, diving in head first is Jimenez, and she's in easily. One ball and one strike now, the count to Vandertai. Boltick checks in with Lambert. Gets the sign, Boltick the lefty with the delivery. Weakly hit towards left field and it's gonna drop in in front of Burns. Off the bat, it didn't seem like it was gonna get out of the infield, but it just kept sailing. And Alverno with runners on first and second as Jimenez and Vandertai have back-to-back -back hits with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. That'll bring up Sydney Bellendorf, the catcher. Bellendorf reached on an error her first time up as the ball went off of Apfelbaum at second. Jimenez at second, Vandertai at first. Ball up high at the letters to Bellendorf. One ball and no strikes to Bellendorf. Two outs here in the bottom of the fourth. Runners on first and second for the Inferno. Jimenez and Vandertai. Jimenez on second. Down low. Two balls and no strikes to Bellendorf. On deck is Sam Korn. Boltick checks in. She's ready. 2-0 delivery. Bellendorf grounds it weakly towards second. Applebaum fields and flips it over to Thurn to end the inning. Alverno gets no runs on two hits, no errors, leave two stranded after four complete. We still have no score here at Alverno Field. We'll be back in just a moment. Now look at this. 
No score heading in the top of the fifth inning. Due up for Beloit is Stalo, and then the top of the order, Cornell and Cone. Cone into the game for Stavrakis earlier on. So no plate appearances yet for Cone. Ashley Rossi has gone four innings, allowed four hits, walked one and struck out three. Stalo walked back in the third inning, advanced to second on a sacrifice by Cornell. Stalo was left stranded, however. No runs, four hits, one error, five left on for Beloit. No runs, three hits, one error, four left on for the Inferno. Stalo the lefty steps in against Rossi the righty. Corn coming in in right field. Hood in pretty shallow in left. Yangieski playing about normal depth in center. First pitch from Rossi stays outside. One ball and no strikes to Stalo. Jimenez way in at third. Botsford at the top of the circle at second. Down low, two balls and no strikes. Rossi behind the count to Stalo. Beloit, their leadoff batters got on board the first three innings. Last inning was the first time they didn't. Swung on and missed by Stalo as she runs up on it. Two balls and one strike. The count to the shortstop. Stalo, a freshman out of Eagle, Wisconsin. Rossi's 2-1 delivery grounded to Jimenez at third, throws over to Vandertai at first, and they retire Stalo for the first out of the top of the fifth inning. No score between Beloit and Alverno, and that brings up the top of the order in Taylor Cornell. Cornell, one for one with a sacrifice in the game and a stolen base. Hitting 444 on the year now. Rossi, grounded by a diving Jimenez into left field. Hood fields it and a one out single for Cornell as she is two for two in the game. Cornell, a threat to run. Has a stolen base in this game, is seven for seven on the season in stolen bases. Alex Cohn in there now, Cohn hitting 300 on the year. First pitch from Rossi is a bit outside, one ball and no strikes to Cohn. Cohn with one sacrifice on the season. Hitting 250 with runners on. Rossi catches the outside corner, heading into second base is Cornell. Matthews in front of the bag, and Cornell beats it. Her second stolen base of the game and her eighth of the season. One ball, one strike. Now the count to Cone as she offered. Runner in scoring position in Cornell, a speedy runner as well outside. 
Two balls and one strike. The count to Cone. One out here in the top of the fifth inning. Cone hitting 273 on the season with runners in scoring position. Checked her swing. It's in there for a strike anyhow. Count is even. Two balls and two strikes to Alex Cone, the center fielder. Cone, a freshman out of Freeport, Illinois. Rise pitch fouled off to the left side. Count remains, two balls and two strikes to Cone. Now Cone is gonna go check with head coach Kim Zarling and get some instruction on what she wants her to do here. With Cornell on second with one out. Here in the top of the fifth inning, no score. Rossi checks in with Bellendorf, and now Cone steps out. Cone back in. Rossi on the rubber. Cornell on second. One away for Beloit. Top of the fifth. Low and outside. Three and two. The count is full to Alex Cone. Two up next is the number three hitter, Turlap. 3-2 delivery from Rossi. No, outside. Issues her second walk of the game to Alex Cohn this time. Oh, Runners on Turlap. first and second for Beloit. And Maddie Turlap, the third baseman, stands in. Turlap, 0 for 2 in this game with a fly out and a ground out. Left a runner stranded. Turlap 0 for 4 in the last game, lines it to left but foul. Got all of that one but was a little bit ahead of it. No balls and one strike to Turlap. Rossi trying to work out of a little jam. Runners on first and second for Beloit with one out here in the top of the fifth, no score. Grounded to third, Jimenez races to third and is able to just beat Cornell there. They get the lead runner, two away here in the top of the fifth inning. And now it's Turlap on first and Cone on second. That brings up Emily Thurn. Note, check that, they're gonna pinch hit for Thurn. It'll be Emily Malarski. Emily Malarski. A sophomore out of Chicago. Malarski, three for 13 on the season. No walks, five strikeouts. Malarski puts the ball in the air. Quite a bit. Ball on the outside half. One ball and no strikes. Five fly ball outs, no ground outs on the season for Malarski. Missing outside again to the lefty is Rossi, now 2-0. and oh. Malarski two for four with two outs, two for five with runners in scoring position. Rossi hits the zone with that offering and it's now a 2-1 count to Malarski. 
Cone on second, Turlap on first with two outs in the top of the fifth. Hit near the left field line, but foul. Both Turlap and Malarski. The balls have been well fouled down there, but off the bat, making you nervous from our angle. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. Runners on first and second. Emily Malarski, the lefty, up to bat. Here comes Rossi with her 2-2 offering. Grounded sharply towards short. Matthews is able to get it, but her throw, she had to throw from her knees, and Jimenez collided with Cone as Jimenez was going to third to cover and everybody's going to be safe on the fielder's choice. Matthews had nowhere else she could go. Jimenez had broke to her left and had to hurry back and they didn't have a chance to get Cone at third and now Head coach Kristen Ortman heads out to talk to her sophomore pitcher, Ashley Rossi, as the bases are loaded with Buccaneers. Here in the top of the fifth inning, two outs, and it'll bring up Tati Rodriguez. Rodriguez one for two in the game with a ground out. Rodriguez singled to right in the second and then was erased on a double play that Lambert hit into, and then Rodriguez grounded back to Rossi in the fourth. Force out anywhere here for Elverno. Ball down low for Rossi. She's behind in the count. One ball and no strikes. Corner outfielders a little closer to the lines. Playing normal depth outside. 2-0 the count. Rossi nowhere to put Rodriguez. Vandertai in about six feet at first. Jimenez in the same at third. Lifted deep towards right. Korn going back on it and Korn makes the catch to end the inning and Rossi pitches out of it. Alverno leaves three Buccaneers on. No runs, two hits, no errors. Three stranded by Beloit in the top of the fifth inning. And after four and a half complete, we still have no score here at Alverno Field in the second game of our doubleheader. The first game won by Beloit, five to one. Looks like we might have uh, some substitutions here. Going into center is going to be Tori Burns, it looks like. Oh, just a re-enter. Thank you, Josh. So see if Alverno can get something going as we're getting late in this one. The Inferno, no runs, three hits, one error. They've left four stranded. Beloit, no run, six hits, one error. They have left eight stranded. Boltick has done her job on the mound for Beloit. Coming in with, a th with three walks for every strikeout. 
Boltick, no walks, 1K through four innings of this one. Sam Korn steps in for Alverno lead to lead off the Sam bottom Korn. of the fifth inning. Korn. Facing off against Boltick. Boltick's first offering to Korn. Down low, one ball and no strikes to Sam Korn. Korn awaits the pitch from Boltick. Grounded to the left side, past a diving Maddie Turlap and then fielded by Stalo. It's going to go as a hit, a leadoff hit for Sam Korn. And Alverno has their leadoff batter aboard here in the bottom of the fifth. That brings up the lefty, Mackenzie Matthews. Matthews 0 for 1 with the ground out in the game. Turlap way in, about 15 feet at third. About 10 feet in is Thurn at first. Matthews offers, tries to bunt it, and fouls it off. No balls and one strike to Mackenzie Matthews. Tory Burns playing maybe 10 feet off the dirt in left field. 0-1 delivery. Bunted back. Foul ball. No balls and two strikes to Mackenzie Matthews. Burns maybe takes a step or two back here in left. Corn on first with the leadoff hit. 0-2 offering to Matthews. She tries to slap it down the left field line and hits it foul. Stays alive. No balls and two strikes. Starting to get a little chilly here at Alverno Field. Our nice weather's done. That's it. Get like two-thirds of a day of it. That's all. No good weather for you. 0-2 offering. Matthews stays alive. Following it straight back. Matthews was one for one with a run and three stolen bases in a five win over Northland back on February 27th. She stole second and third in the top of the seventh inning, but was left stranded in that one. Trying to get the job done here with nobody out and corn on first. 0-2 count. Matthews lifts it to third. Turlap fields it right at her on the fly. And taking off on contact was corn. The throw over to Thurn. And they double off. And they double off corn. Or not. Oh, infield fly, I think, is gonna have is gonna be the call. Now batting Bailey. So Corn. Now batting Bailey is still at first with one away, and that will bring up the leadoff hitter, Yangieski. 0 for two with a fly out and a ground out in this one. Corn on first, one away. Low, ball one, one and zero oh to Yangieski. 
Angieski hit 484, six doubles, five triples, three homers in high school. Lines this one to right. It's down for a base hit. Fielded off one hop by Cornell. Corn on second and Yangieski on first for Alverna with one away here in the bottom of the fifth. And that brings up Alexis Botsford. Botsford one for two in the game. Botsford has extended her reach base safely streak to seven games. She's reached in both of these. Yangieski on first, Korn on second. Botsford sends it to center, line drive, and it's caught by Cohn, and then having trouble getting back into second was Korn. Almost a Willie Mays haze as she stumbled into second base and just beat the throw from Cohn. I think Cohn had both Stalo and Affelbaum at second. It wasn't quite sure where to throw to, through to the bag, which is what she should have done. And they just weren't able to get corn. Two away now. Runners on first and second for Alverno for Kristen Holub. Holub grounds it weakly to the left side. Bobbled by Turlap. She picks it up off a couple of hops, fires to first, and beats Holub by a step. And that's how the inning will come to an end for Alverno. No runs, two hits, no errors. Two left on base for the Inferno. And after five complete, still no score here at Alverno Field as we head into the top of the sixth inning. And it'll be the six, seven, eight hitters for Beloit in Lambert, Burns, and Applebaum to get us started in the sixth inning. Alverno has had some opportunities. They've left six stranded. Beloit has left eight stranded in the game. They left the bases loaded in the fifth inning. Lambert, 0 for 2 in the game, grounded into a double play and reached on an error. Ashley Rossi has allowed five hits over five innings, walked two and struck out three. Got out of a jam in the last inning. And left the bases stranded, or left the bases loaded, Beloit, should Lambert. say, with Buccaneers. So Lambert, the catcher, steps in to lead off the inning. Corner infielders, just a step or two inside the bags. Grounded, one hopper right back to Ashley Rossi, and she easily throws to Vandertie to retire. Lambert, one away here in the top of the sixth for Beloit. That brings up Tori Burns. Burns. Burns, two for two in the game. Her average up to 391 now, and she also had a stolen base. Burns, 0 for three in the last game. Rossi's first pitch to Burns. She grounds it right to Vandertie at first. Takes a couple steps and touches the bag, and there's quickly two away here in the top of the sixth inning. Looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter as head coach Kim Zarling approaches Mike Brewer, the home plate umpire. Monica Smith is going to come in to hit for the Buccaneers, a freshman out of Mount Carroll, Illinois. Pinch hitting for Beloit. Number 20, Monica Smith. 
Smith, 0 for 4 on the season. She's played in four games, starting one. 0 for 2 on the season when hitting with two outs. Limited action thus far for the freshman. She steps in, Rossi on the rubber. Checks in with Bellendorf. Rossi in for a strike. Outer half of the plate. Maybe a little bit more middle than she would have liked to have gotten on that one. No balls and one strike to Smith. There's one on the more outer edge. No balls and two strikes. Rossi quickly ahead in the count. Trying to take Beloit down in order. Fouled off, stays alive, does Monica Smith, the pinch hitter. In for Applebaum. Rossi touches up the mound a little bit. 0-2 count to Smith. Here comes Rossi. No, just a little bit off that outer corner. One ball and two strikes now, the count. Rossi looks in, one, two, delivery from Ashley Rossi. Lifted, foul, towards right, in play. And nobody can get to it. Almost uh, took out the cameraman down the right field line. Might have had a really good shot of that ball coming in. One ball and two strikes, remains the count. To Monica Smith, the pinch hitter here for Applebaum. Grounds it up the middle. Mackenzie Matthews can't get to it under her glove. And it's a two-out single for Monica Smith. That'll bring up Erica Stalo, the lefty. How about it, Erica Stalo? So Kim Zarling rolling the dice there, and it pays off. No stolen base attempts here. on first base. For Smith, and Number now... Six. April Not going to matter as Applebaum will re-enter to run for Smith here. Applebaum one for one on the base pass this season. Stalo 0 for 1 with a walk and a ground out in the game. Stalo is 2 for 3 with two runs in our first game. A 5-1 victory for Beloit that improved their record to 2-10 and 10 on the season. Down low. Ball one, throw down to second. Matthews couldn't hold on to the ball and sliding in safely at second is Applebaum. So now a runner in scoring position for Stalo. And she's ahead in the count, one ball and no strikes. Infield in, except for Vandertai at first. She's standing a little behind the bag. Outside, two balls and no strikes. Now the count to Stalo. Top of the order in Cornell, due up next, so Rossi wants to go after the lefty Stalo here. Jimenez, 12 feet in at third. Botsford way in at second. Outer edge at the belt for a strike. Two balls and one strike, the count. Now on Erica Stalo. Stalo, four walks, four Ks 
on the year. No extra base hits for Stalo. 2-1 delivery, stays outside, 3-1. Rossi wants to attack Stalo here. You don't want to bring up Cornell. Hit her 18th career homer in the top of the seventh inning in the first game. 3-1, grounded. Jimenez, a nice diving stab, but nowhere to go. She was on one knee, thought about throwing to first, and then pulled it back. Applebaum rounded third by a couple of steps, but Jimenez couldn't, uh, couldn't get to her in time. Runners at the corners with two outs, and now we're going to have a meeting on the infield as Sidney Bellendorf gets some instruction from Kristen Ortman before going to the mound. Brings up Taylor Cornell. Cornell, a senior out of Beloit Memorial, hit a two-run homer in the top of the seventh inning last game. She's two for two in this game with a sacrifice hit in two stolen bases. She's had Rossi's number thus far. Two outs here in the top of the sixth inning. Rossi in trouble in back-to-back -back innings. Down low and inside, throw down to third, not in time. Getting back in, standing up is Applebaum. Jimenez playing about 12 feet in front of the bag. Had to back up as she was catching that anyhow. Now she backs up and she's just a few feet in front of the bag at third. On the inner edge, just above the belt for a strike, pulling back Taylor Cornell. Thought that may have been a bit inside the way she reacted, but the count is even. One ball and one strike. Two outs. Here comes Rossi way outside. Two balls and two strikes. Taking second was Stalo on the previous pitch. So runners on second and third. For Beloit. No force for Elverno. That pitch sailing inside. Cornell hacked at it and fouled it off. That one nearly hit her the way it was coming in. She had to pull her hands way in just to get a piece of that. Two balls and two strikes, two outs here in the top of the six. No score in the game. Runners on second and third for Beloit. Here comes Rossi, fouled straight back off the top of the fence. Two and two, count remains. Cornell, good contact hitter, just two strikeouts on the season. Likely gonna put it in play. Outfield back. Middle infielders back. 2-2, two -two. outside, maybe even a little high. Count is full to Cornell. On deck is Alex Cohn. Cohn walked in her only appearance in this game. Here's the 3-2 offering. Grounded foul to the left side. Jimenez having to navigate Applebaum over there. 3-2, the count. With two outs here in the top of the sixth. A jam for Rossi, runners on second and third. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Cornell, fouls it into the bullpen for Alverno. Some good cuts by Cornell. She's hitting it hard. She's seeing this ball off Rossi's hand well. 
Reset it again. 3-2, two, two outs, top of the six, second and third. Grounded by Rossi through the five hole into center. One run in, Stalo coming around. She slides into home safe. And into second is Cornell off the throw. A two RBI single for Taylor Cornell. And it's a 2-0 Beloit lead here in the top of the sixth inning. That'll bring up Alex Cohn. Three for three here in the second game for Cornell. Four RBIs between the two games. She's been the dagger from the leadoff spot. Running up, swinging and missing his cone. No balls and one strike. Rossi got out of a bases-loaded jam in the fifth. Couldn't get out of this one in the sixth. Outer corner. No balls and two strikes. The count to Alex Cohn. That one was hit right back up at Rossi. Just didn't have the time to react to knock it down. Just a little bit outside on the trailing pitch. One ball and two strikes. The count to Cohn. Cornell at second, two RBI single, advanced to second on the throw. Ball hit foul to the left side by Cohn. She stays alive. Two late runs here for Beloit, and they still have a runner in scoring position in Cornell at second. One ball and two strikes to Alex Cohn. Cohn grounds it to Jimenez. Jimenez throws to first to Vandertai, and Alverno is out of the inning, but Beloit does the damage. Two runs, three hits, no errors. They leave one runner stranded after five and a half complete. Beloit leads Alverno two to zero here on the Alverno Sports Network. Due up in the bottom of the sixth inning for Alverno will be Rossi, Jimenez, and Vandertai. Reminder to love the challenge. Get the most out of your college experience by joining a women's college that recognizes you as an individual and encourages every aspect of your development. With small class sizes and professors focused entirely on your success, learning at Alverno happens in an active, engaged environment. Learn by actually doing rather than simply reading and memorizing. Alverno offers seven NCAA Division III sports, 60 areas of study, a 10 to 1 student to faculty ratio, and 100% commitment to teaching. Find your unique voice at Alverno. For more information, visit alverno.edu, email admissions at alverno.edu, or give us a call, 414-382-6100. Love the challenge, Alverno College. Rossi with a chance to help herself out here and try and get things kick-started for the Inferno here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Rossi 0 for 2 in the game with a fly out and a ground out. Left a runner stranded in the game. Alverno has left six runners stranded in this one. Rossi has a five-game hitting streak on the line with this at-bat. First pitch from Boltic misses. One ball and no strikes to last season's most valuable player. Earned that award as a freshman. 
Boltick, 1-0 offering, off-speed rise pitch up above the letters, two balls and no strikes to Ashley Rossi. It'll be Rossi, Jimenez, and Vandertai for Alverno. 2-0 delivery from Boltick. Lifted, foul to the right side, and it goes into the Beloit bench, into their bullpen, and it's a 2-1 count now to Rossi. Rossi trying to extend that hitting streak to six games. Her season best last year was seven. Boltick, 2-1 delivery. Rossi fouls it straight back. And that's a direct hit on the window. Little hole in the screen. 2-2 two, two count now to Ashley Rossi. That's some force. I don't think I saw a screen break last year. 2-2 two, two delivery from Boltick. Down low. Count is full to Ashley Rossi. Corners of the infield playing a little bit in on Rossi. Outfield playing pretty shallow for the charge that Rossi can put into the ball here. 3-2 delivery from Boltick. Rossi fouls it straight back. Just about six feet lower than the one that hit the screen here. Same spot. She's right on Boltick. See if she can send Cone running here. 3-2 delivery. Nobody out here in the bottom of the six. 2-0 Beloit lead. Delivery to Rossi, and she pops it up on the infield. Boltick calls for it coming in halfway between the mound and home and makes the catch. One away here in the bottom of the sixth for Alverno. That brings up Karina Jimenez. Jimenez, one for two in the game with a flyout. Jimenez, already with two multi-hit games on the season, has a chance she can get on base here to make it three. Boltick missed just low, one ball and no strikes. The count to Jimenez. one offering, fouled out of play. In front of the concession stand, onto the soccer field area behind us here at Alverno Field. One and one the count, one away here in the bottom of the sixth. Alverno trails by two, Beloit, they netted two runs in the top of the inning. 1-1 delivery, pitched up on the infield, fouled, giving chase is Thurn, and Thurn makes the catch just in front of the entrance to the Beloit bench, two away here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Next up is Andy Vandertie. Vandertie, one for two with a ground out in the game. Vandertie leading the team with four walks on the season. Awaits the Boltick pitch, low and outside. One ball and no strikes to Vandertie. She was named the Packerland Conference Honorable Mention as a junior. Vandertie awaits Boltick. 
Vandertie lifts it to left. This is going to be over Burns. Burns can't ch catch up to it. Vandertie lugging towards second. Here comes the throw. Vandertie with the slide, and she's in with a two-out double. Andy Vandertie in scoring position for Alverno as she burns Burns in left field. Playing shallow finally cost Beloit in this one. Vandertie with her second double of the season. Pinch running on second base, number eight, Danny Hood. And for Vandertie, she has now reached basely safely in six straight games. Danny Hood will run for Vandertie. And Bellendorf up to bat for Alverno. Bellendorf 0 for 2. They ground out and reached on an error. She's left two runners stranded. Let's not push that number to three here. Two outs in the bottom of the sixth. Alverno trails by two. Bellendorf rise pitch up a little high at the letters. One ball and no strikes. Hood on second, running for Vandertie. Turlap way in at third. Pitch is low. Two balls and no strikes. The count to Bellendorf. Sam Korn due up next for Alverno. Bellendorf steps in. Hood on second. Boltick, the windup, the delivery, a strike at the knees. Two balls and one strike, the count to Bellendorf. Two away here in the bottom of the sixth. Two runs in the top half of the inning for Beloit. Alverno trying to answer after a Vandertide two-out double. Hood running at second. Here's the 2-1 offering, lifted deep to left. Burns going back, and she's able to get underneath it for the final out of the bottom of the sixth inning. Alverno, no runs, one hit, no errors. They leave one stranded, and after six complete, it's 2-0 in favor of Beloit. Beloit, two runs, eight hits, one error. They've left nine stranded. Alverno, no runs, six hits, one error. They have left seven stranded in the game. Due up for Beloit in the top of the seventh inning will be the three, four, five hitters, Turlap, Thurn, and Rodriguez. Cornell, she put the first game away in the top of the seventh with a two-run homer that made it five to one, and that was our final score. Beloit won the first game, and now in this one in the top of the sixth inning, she ends up getting a two out or a two RBI two out single to give Beloit the two zip lead. Turlap in the game, 0 for three, fly out two ground outs, has left a runner stranded. And Rossi having to wait for Bellendorf to get suited up.
Well, Verno needs to hold here, and then it'll be the bottom to the top in Corn, Matthews, and then Yangieski that'll have to get things going for the Inferno in the bottom of the seventh if they don't want to get swept here by Beloit. Maddie Turlap will lead off for Beloit. For Beloit, Maddie Turlap. Turlap hitting 333 on the season. Beloit 7-1 all-time against Alverno. As Turlap is ready and steps in with the orange bat, Rossi looks in, shakes off Bellendorf, and now comes. Grounded to short, Mackenzie Matthews reaches to her left, and Matthews off her glove, another error for Mackenzie Matthews, and the leadoff batter is aboard, Maddie Turlap on first base. Now batting Emily Thurman. Matthews having a little trouble defensively early on in the season for Alverno. They are going to fire down to second and they're going to retire Turlap as Bellendorf shot it down to Matthews and it wasn't even close. Turlap retired trying to steal second base. First pitch to Thurn was a strike. No balls and one strike to Emily Thurn. She's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Rossi missing on her second offering. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. One away here in the top of the seventh inning. Rossi's wind up in delivery outside. Two balls and one strike. Two one delivery from Rossi. Lifted high on the infield to the right side and getting underneath that one for Alverno is Botsford and two away here in the top of the seventh inning. That brings up Rodriguez for Beloit. Rodriguez hitting 308 on the season. One for three in this game. She's left three runners stranded. First pitch from Rossi in for a strike. And Rodriguez down the count, no balls, and one strike. Down low, one ball and one strike now to Rodriguez. Rossi checks with Bellendorf. The delivery and a check swing. She went one ball and two strikes. A safety swing, perhaps, on that one as that rise pitch was coming a little in. 1-2 delivery. Two outs here in the top of the seventh. Here comes Rossi. Grounded off of Rossi's glove. She has to track it down, and she's not even going to try the throw. It'll be a base hit for Rodriguez with two outs here in the top of the seventh inning. And that'll bring up Ashley Lambert for Beloit. Okay, they lead two zip. Rossi slapped at it with her glove, was able to knock it down, but then it ended up going about 10 feet over to the third base side, and neither her nor Jimenez could track it down in time to be able to get Rodriguez. Lambert 
0 for 3 in the game. Ground into a double play, has two ground outs total and reached on an error. Down low, one ball and no strikes to Lambert. Lambert reached on the first of two errors by Mackenzie Matthews in this game. Outer corner for a strike from Rossi. Evens account, one ball and one strike. Rodriguez, no stolen base attempts on the year. She's at first. Grounded off the end of the bat toward second. Botsford picks it up and pitches it to Vandertie at first to end the inning. No runs, one hit, one error, one runner left stranded for Beloit in the top of the seventh. We're heading into the bottom half of the seventh inning and Alverno needs two to keep this one going. They trail Beloit two to zip as we head into the bottom half of the seventh inning here at Alverno Field. Due up for Alverno, scheduled to bat will be Korn, Matthews, and then the top of the order in Yangieski. Looks like Megan Hernandez is going to be a pinch hitter here in this inning as she already has a bat out there. Looks like she may come in to hit for Matthews, who's due up second in this inning. Two runs, nine hits, one error, 10 left stranded for Beloit. No runs, six hits, two errors, seven left stranded for Alverno. Alyssa Boltick has gone six innings. She's allowed six hits thus far, hasn't walked anybody, and has struck out one. And this is Alyssa Boltick who came in with a 10 and a half ERA in 20 and two thirds innings pitched with 18 walks and six strikeouts. This is also a Beloit team that came into this doubleheader this afternoon, averaging almost three errors a game and just one and a half runs a game if you take out their 19-run performance in their lone win heading into this home opener at Alverno Field. So Boltick on the mound. She'll be facing Corn first. Corn one for two with the flyout, left a runner on base. Corn fouled out in the second inning and singled to the left side of the infield in the fifth. Lost this one foul and out of play back behind the Alverno bench. Corn down in the count, no balls and one strike. Corn steps in. Boltick checks with Lambert. Boltick the lefty takes the sign, the wind, the delivery. Corn fouls it straight back. No balls and two strikes. Corn down in the count. Hernandez looks to be on deck like she will pinch it for Matthews coming up. 0-2 delivery from Boltick. Off-speed pitch, grounded, one hop to third to Turlap. She picks it, fires to Thurn, and Korn is retired one away here in the bottom of the seventh. 
two zip the lead for Beloit. And head coach Kristen Ortman lets home plate umpire Mike Brewer know that Megan Hernandez is going to hit. Hernandez, the Alverno Athlete of the Week, one of three in this uh, in today's games. In the first game, one of three with a RBI. Hernandez hitting 286 on the season. Steps in with her white bat, fluorescent orange design on it. Awaits the pitch from Boltick right down the middle and just below the belt. No balls and one strike to Hernandez. Boltick checks in, shakes that left hand, ready. 0-1 delivery, low. One ball and one strike, count is even to Hernandez. Hernandez, the freshman out of Munster, Indiana. 1-1 one, one delivery from Boltick. Down low again. Two balls and one strike now. The count to Megan Hernandez. Hernandez has been clutch for Alverno early on. See if she can get something going here. 2-1 count. At the knees, outside corner for a strike. Count is even, two balls and two strikes. 2-2 two, two delivery. One away in the bottom of the seventh. Alverno trails Beloit by two. Loft pitch. She hits it into left field. Coming in for it is Burns. Makes the catch about six feet off the dirt. And there's two away for Alverno down to their last breath here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Top of the order now. Yangieski steps in. One for three with a fly out and a ground out in the game. Yangieski trying to keep her perfect record alive. Alverno 3-0 when she starts in center field coming into this game. Pitch in the dirt, one ball and no strikes. Angieski needs to get on to hope to continue that streak. Two away here in the bottom of the seventh. Beloit leads Alverno 2-zip. Boltick. With the windup and the delivery, Angieski sends it towards the middle, ranging from short is Stalo towards second, fires to first and beats Angieski by a half a step, and Beloit sweeps Final the doubleheader, taking Alverno the first zero. game from Alverno 5-1 and the second game 2-0. Beloit got both their runs in the sixth inning. It was a two-run single by Taylor Cornell with two outs. As they end up with two runs on nine hits, one error, ten left on base. Alverno, they go down in order in the bottom of the seventh inning. They finish no runs, six hits, two errors, and they leave seven stranded. Take a look at our stats for Beloit. Cornell was three for three with a sacrifice hit, three R or two RBIs, and two stolen bases. In the second game, Stavrakis was 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Alex Cohn came in for her. 
She was 0 for 1 with a walk. Maddie Turlap was 0 for 4 in the game. She got caught stealing once. Emily Thurn was 0 for 3 with two strikeouts. Emily Malarski, 0 for 1. Tati Rodriguez, 2 for 4. Ashley Lambert, 0 for 4. Tori Burns, 2 for 3 with a stolen base. April Applebaum, 0 for 2 with a run and a stolen base. Monica Smith, 1 for 1 in the game. Erica Stalo, 1 for 2 with a run and a walk. She also had a stolen base. 9 for 30 overall was Beloit in the game, hitting. The Pitching-wise, Alyssa Boltek, she improves to 1-1 one and one on the season, picking up the complete game win. She goes 7 innings, allowing 6 hits, no runs, no walks, 1 strikeout, faced 28 batters, allowed 1 extra base hit, induced 11 flyout outs, 9 groundout outs, and she pitched 88 pitches, 59 of those for strikes. For Elverno, Yangieski was one for four in the game. Botsford, one for three. Kristen Holub, 0 for three with a strikeout. Ashley Rossi, 0 for three. Karina Jimenez, one for three. Andy Vandertai, two for three with a double. Sydney Bellendorf, 0 for three. Sam Korn, one for three. Mackenzie Matthews, 0 for three. She had a couple errors defensively. Megan Hernandez, 0 for one as a pinch hitter. And Ashley Rossi picks up her first loss of the season. She falls to 2-1, and one, goes the distance, 7 innings, allows 9 hits, 2 runs, both of those earned. Walked 2, struck out 3, faced 33 batters, did not allow an extra base hit, induced 5 flyout outs, 11 ground outs, and uh, was over 100 pitches in the game. So Alverno falls in the first game to Beloit 5-1, to one, and in the second game 2 nothing as they just couldn't get any offense going here this afternoon at Alverno Field. Take a look at what's coming up for Alverno. As we said, uh, the Inferno don't return home until April 5th. They will be going and playing at, on April, uh, March 28th at Wesleyan in Georgia, a doubleheader at Agnes Scott on Tuesday the 29th and at Covenant on Wednesday, March 30th. Then they start NAC play on April 2nd when they will travel to Aurora on that Saturday. Then on Sunday, April 3rd, they will be at Benedictine. The Inferno will get off Monday, April 4th, which happens to be opening day here in Milwaukee for the Brewers just down the street here from Alverno. And then on Tuesday, April 5th, the Inferno will return home. That will be the next game that we will carry for you here on the Alverno Sports Network as they will host Maranatha. That game, the first game will start at 3 p.m. and then the second game immediately following. Then it's back on the road for Alverno. On April 9th, they will play at CUW before they host Wisconsin Lutheran here at Alverno Field for their first conference home game of the season. And we will, of course, have all the home games for you here on the Alverno Sports Network as we just await uh, head coach Kristen Ortman, who's going to uh, talk to us about these two games here today. And uh, disappointing for the Inferno, no doubt. 
Love the challenge? Get the most out of your college experience by joining a women's college that recognizes you as an individual and encourages every aspect of your development. With small class sizes and professors focused entirely on your success, learning at Alverno happens in an active, engaged environment. Learn by actually doing rather than simply reading and memorizing. Alverno offers seven NCAA Division III sports, 60 areas of study, a 10 to 1 student to faculty ratio, and 100% commitment to teaching. Find your unique voice at Alverno. For more information, visit alverno.edu, email admissions at alverno.edu, or give us a call, 414-382-6100. Love the challenge, Alverno College. So the Inferno dropping a doubleheader here this afternoon to Bloit in their home opener. And for the Inferno, that means that they drop to 500 on the season. Five and five on the year. Beloit improves to three and nine on the season. So uh, a couple disappointing losses here for Alverno would uh, obviously want to at the very least split uh, here at home and thought coming into these games that Alverno had a good chance uh, to be able to maybe take both of these from Beloit as Beloit's pitching uh, hadn't been doing all too well, averaging uh, over six runs a game, earned runs a game, and their defense had also been rather porous as they came in with just a 9.08 fielding percentage. They were averaging almost three errors a game, but the uh, but Beloit they end up uh, with no errors in the first game, and they have just one error in the second game of the doubleheader. It was a very much uh, uh, not what we uh, expected to see from Beloit. They played two excellent games here today against Alverno to be able to take down the Inferno in both games of this doubleheader as their pitching staff did not issue a walk in either game. And that was one of the things that Beloit, uh, that the Beloit pitching staff was doing on a fairly regular basis. If you looked at their statistics on the season, Beloit, uh, their pitching staff coming in had issued 35 walks and just had 19 Ks in the uh, on the season so far. And then today they end up issuing no walks and four and get four strikeouts on the between the two games. So just a very interesting juxtaposition for the Beloit pitching staff, and that's what it comes down to is they were able to. Uh, limit the opportunities for Alverno. They didn't give up the free passes and they were able to uh, keep Alverno in check here today in picking up a 5-1 victory in the first game of the doubleheader and then a 2-0 victory in the second game of the doubleheader. So Alverno once again falling to 500 on the season. Now 0-2 here at home, this was the first time that Alverno had faced Beloit at Alverno Field. And overall, for the series, Beloit now 8-1 and one against Alverno in the series as the Inferno fall to 5-5 five and five on the season. 
And Alverno, their batting average, uh, you know, they, they came in hitting about two, uh, 286 on the season. They got some hits. They just couldn't get that timely hit that they've been able to get in a lot of their games leading up to today. And uh, we'll have an opportunity to talk to head coach Kristen Ortman about that in uh, just a minute as she'll join us following the doubleheader sweep by Beloit over Alverno on opening day here at the Alverno Field. Alverno, as we said, goes on the road, have an extended stretch here where the Inferno will be on the road. And the next time Alverno will be at home will be April 5th against Maranatha College. And we will have that game starting for you. The first game will start a little bit before 3 p.m. And we're going to be joined by head coach Kristen Ortman. Just give her a second to get the headset on. Coach, uh, you have a young team, and uh, today I guess you know you're going to have your ups and downs with freshmen, and you've gotten the key hit from a lot of them. It seems like very few have had a really hard time adjusting to the college game for you, but today those hits just didn't come in at time in, in timely fashion. Yeah, I definitely agree 100%. Uh, we just struggled in the box, I think, in both games, and weren't really able to string hits together, too. We were able to piece on one here and one there, but not able to put them together, which obviously you need to score to win. Beloit coming in, their pitching staff, they were giving up walks at a, at a rabid pace, and uh, here today they did really well in the circle. They didn't issue a free pass to you guys and, and picked up, I believe, four strikeouts in the two games, and, and that had a lot to do with, I think, how they were able to pull out the victories here. Yeah, no, I thought that, um, I mean, their team did really well on defense and offense. I mean, they had a really nice shortstop that made some great plays. And, yeah, their pitching staff, um, we might have been a little anxious in the box at times that helped their pitchers bring their count back um, to even. But, um, yeah, their pitchers did very well. As you look at it, what are the things that you have to focus on as you head on the road for an extended stretch here after after this uh, doubleheader loss to Beloit? Yeah, we definitely need to clean things up defensively. Um, we had a few errors, which didn't necessarily affect us in that inning. But, again, then you give those batters additional opportunities to come up to the plate. Uh, and push. And pretty much putting hits together is the biggest thing. We need to be able to score. How was it for the uh, for the women to get out here and have their first actual games, especially for the freshmen on their on their home field? Yeah, I think they liked it. I mean, we've had a really kind of a weird spring break, so, or I guess schedule so far. So pretty much every team we've played, we've had a few less games. So I guess going into it, a lot of the other teams are already two or four or six games ahead of us. Um, so hopefully we'll catch up to everyone after our trip here. But I think they were a little nervous. But um, overall, they were excited to be outside and playing in nice weather. Now, it seems like you, you're really still trying to feel, feel out the uh, kind of talent that you have when it comes to game situations with the youth that you have on this team, and you're trying some different rotations and such. Are you starting to kind of get a feel for that as far as it goes from one game to the next a little more? I, th I think a little bit, but, yeah, we definitely have people that can play in multiple positions. So, um, like you said, just still figuring out a rotation, and um, we have six more games before we open up with conference play, so... Well, hopefully we'll have it by then. How big of a challenge is that for you as a coach with all this young talent coming in and, and trying to figure out what's the, what's the best thing for the team right now? Yeah, it's a challenge, but I think it's also great having competition in each spot. You see kids working really hard at practice and, um, you know, pushing each other and 
moving forward. So even though it's a challenge, I think it's a really positive challenge and um, nice to have some depth in the bench and know that you can have people pitch run and pitch in and things like that. Now, Olivia Schneider, she had a great freshman campaign last year. I mean, started her first game was a no-hitter, you know. So this year she's uh, she started out a little more slowly. And uh, and you know, is there something that you've seen in, in her delivery, or is, there, is it just that she's trying to be too perfect? or? I don't think that. I mean, she's battling a little bit of an injury, so um, I'm thinking, I mean, obviously it's getting a lot better. But, uh, yeah, she's still working the corners, and, I have a lot of faith that she'll come around and and be solid on the mound, both her and Ashley, for us. So, All right, Coach. Well, we won't take any more of your time. Unfortunately, we can't talk about at least the split here today, but I uh, wish you the best on the uh, on the road, and we will see you back here against Maranatha on April 5th. Perfect. Thank you. All right. That was Alverno head coach Kristen Ortman following uh, Beloit doubleheader sweep of Alverno here this afternoon in the Alverno home opener as Beloit took the victory in the first game 5-1 to one and picked up the win 2 to nothing in the second game. And uh, Taylor Cornell really uh, played a big role for the Beloit Buccaneers as Cornell hit a two-run homer in the first game that really put it out of the way in the top of the seventh inning and gave Beloit a 5-1 to one lead. That was the 18th homer of Cornell's career, and that is a Beloit College record for her. And then in the second game, it was Cornell that came up with runners on second and third and two outs in the top of the sixth inning and came through with a clutch single that scored two, and that was all the scoring in the second game. So Cornell with four big RBIs between the two games to help Beloit pull out the doubleheader victory. As I said, Alverno goes on the road until April 5th. Stay up to date at uh, alvernoinferno.com and we will have the game for you against Maranatha on April 5th here on the Alverno Sports Network. That game will start our broadcast about 2.45, 2.50 p.m. here on the Alverno Sports Network. For Josh Larson, the SID, and every the guy who puts all this all together, I'm Don Wadowitz, wishing you a great rest of your week. Remember to live life to the fullest and be good to one another. You've been listening to Alverno Softball on the Alverno Sports Network.